Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. Hey, good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And I have Eric Altman with me. And I I have to say, you know, these past few months, I mean, we've been doing a show every month since January, but um, since March, is it March or April? It was March. We've been doing a support group. (laughs) And it's been, you know, an amazing journey because it's, it's like all the things that you've never wanted to ask or afraid to ask or all the things you've always wanted to ask, you know, we can talk about these in the support group. And I think, you know, that's one of the amazing things about having, you know, a place or a space to sort of be heard. And um, I think that's what a lot of people are missing. So I really encourage people to connect in with our support group because it's really, you know, it's 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 a lot of fun. We laugh. <laughs> We cry, um, but we mostly laugh. Um, but it's just a matter of us getting to understand ourselves. And for this week's um, support class, we were going to talk about our dreams and wishes. And so it's been a huge kind of, you know, when you start to ask the right questions, you know, the answers sort of appear. I, I have this new author that I'm going to be writing. I'm going to be doing um, a um, interview with later on this month. And his name is Christopher, yeah, I'm not going to remember his last name. And because <laughs> it's a good Greek Papadopoulos, I think. Um, and it's on peace. And he he talks about, I think, some a lot, all the things that we have been talking about. But maybe I needed to see it in writing. I'm not quite sure. But I do know that you know, one of the things I want to talk about is my health. And it's been kind of an ongoing concern. I don't want to get into, you know, some of the intellectual things that I've been thinking about because it just adds to my story. I know some of the things around my health have been about protection. But to get into that, you know, because I didn't feel safe, so I was doing things. I also know that some of it was, you know, to help boost my candida so that I could get rid of heavy metals. But again, this all goes into the story that I have that I'm ready to let go of. So the question that I was going through when I was in this past week was, how do I let go of this one issue? And it's been driving me crazy. So the name of like the topic for our next support group is on um, dreams and wishes, but there's a huge difference between dreams and wishes and our needs and our wants, because one seems to be much more driven by, uh, we can define it as the ego or our mental, our mental need to kind of fill ourselves like it's this it's a story that we tend to create within ourselves so there's this aspect of needs and wants being kind of driven by the story of who we think we are versus our dreams and our wishes kind of coming from more of a a heartfelt place it it has a, a deeper wisdom to it needless to say if health is the thing that I've been sort of looking at and 
all the different areas of not being able to let go. We did a great show on forgiveness and letting go. And I know that the two of them are combined. And I have a feeling that the person I'm not or the thing I'm not forgiving is myself. Because, I, I mean, I get to a point where, you know, I just, I just feel so much shame and guilt around, you know, something that I feel in a world where we have no control. One of the things I feel is that we, I should have more control over, you know, what I eat. Putting aside all the compulsion, the compulsiveness and the addictiveness to it, especially to certain foods. So I come to you with, let's, let's kind of delve into an area where if I can't figure out what's blocking me, although I may have started to figure out some of it, but let's talk about this. So welcome, Eric. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long introduction. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I think it was important. And yeah, that was really nice. It was uh, full. And I think uh, it makes, and to support um, a lot of people from different angles. So right. yeah, it was very nice. Thank you. Hmm. So where do we go from here? Exactly. Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, so if we just play with that, like in that sense of um, the to differentiate your, like you were saying, um, the dreams and wishes versus kind of like, like our wants, desires, etc. Right. Um, so, so in your case, so what comes up for you? Like, what is the what's like the thing that kind of drives you? Like, um, can you tell the difference in in the two? Like, like a dream or or, or thinking that, that you should want something. Right. Well, what I think has been driving me right now is more of a need. When it, I think when it comes to our health, you know, it's kind of, I mean, you would think that health-wise, you know, our, our subconscious, everything would be in support of letting that uh, be a priority. But there's parts right, of me right. that you know, are subconsciously or unconsciously um, sabotaging all the time. Like, uh, well, at least up until like yesterday. <laughs> right. Right. So there's this part of me that mm -hmm. sabotages because there's this compulsivity that I have. Like if I have something in the house that, but it, it's interesting because he, he talks about this. It's that space between where we don't know where we think it's something that we need or we think like we don't see that it's part of who we are. We don't see that we're all one. And so it's that space that makes us compulsively want something. But there's also this aspect, especially when it comes to food, that we want to do things that make us feel good. So even though there's an aspect of food like that are that is addictive, like sugar is, I don't know often crave sugar, but like sugar is one of those things that is so damaging, but there's a part of us that feels good when we eat it. And then we have the shame and when then we have, you know, we go back to, you know, feeling guilty and shame um, because we know it's not good for us, but there's a right. part of it that tastes good, even though we may not be enjoying it even like that's the problem is that we're not right. <laughs> We're not. Yeah. Even... No, that's so true. Yeah, like we. I, yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead>. Right. 
<laughs> so we're eating it and we're not really enjoying it because we're not fully embraced in the moment. And if we were, we probably wouldn't choose to eat it because we probably don't really need it. But we think it's like it's it's this thought process of I you know, I see it, I want it, I think about it. But nutritionally or you know, in any other sense, like we're filling up some sort of void that really isn't a void. It's just in our mind, it's a void. Right. And like, um, typically like what I find and I'm um, just, yeah, I would say that's probably um, the number one thing in people that I work with at least. And I don't think that's unique. Um, but it, but uh, most people even, they uh, maybe like a practitioner like myself, they wouldn't like um, acknowledge that to be true. They would say that's a separate, you know, it's a separate thing and this is separate and so on and so forth. And, and underneath kind of that desire, maybe in this case, um, food. So it's one way of trying to gain control over our life. Right. And it's probably, it's probably the, the top way of, of doing that. And, and it also is like that, um, a way that we can act out in the way of being like um, our anger, especially. So, so um, no one can take that away from us. And so then we, unfortunately, then we take it out on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then, so then, so then we look for pleasure in the same um, uh, mechanism that's actually like creating this grief and like, you know, uh, oh my gosh, you know, like I need to uh, get, you know, get a handle on my life, etc. And so, but it's really, it's really just that, that idea of trying to get some control somewhere and, and not, you know, be the kind of, but be the victim of, you know, the space or world around us. Right. And I get that. But then if I'm trying to be in control and I know that this is not what I want, shouldn't I also be able to control it the other way and say, no, like, <laughs> Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but 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 it's the reason, and so the reason why why we don't do that is because we don't think that we can get what we want. Mm. Because because you know some it could be related to oh you know I've I've uh, screwed up over here because I eat you know when I shut in out of control or whatever it is, and so and then typically if we're doing that, we're doing other things in the same manner, like kind of we're we're, we're doing things. That, even against like what we want, but, but at least it's like we're getting a certain type of attention and, you know, on and on. And so it's just a kind of a never ending loop that, that goes on. And so we're trying to like identify one piece of it. So it's very hard and just, well, yeah, that's kind of it. But then there's just this. And, and so if you look at it, this almost goes around in a, in a circle. And so it's like, we're chasing our tail around and to find the kind of the thing. Again, we're trying to, to use the same control finding it as we are um, doing it. Right. If that makes sense. No, yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny how it's just funny how a thought will come up and you kind of uh, compulsively or addictively just do it instead of, you know, taking a step back and seeing it from like a present moment view. Like, sure, sure. It's amazing. Like, it's amazing but, that that thought process can, like, it's like, 
once it's in my head or once it's in our heads, like it, it just doesn't go away. <laughs> right. Well, so that's the thing. So we don't have to, um, and I think that's what, um, why, why people, uh, so-called aren't successful in that because that they, um, they're trying to make it go away. And say so it's been with us, maybe it's been in our lineage for like, you know, 2000 years or, or, you know, a thousand years or whatever. And so we're trying to make it go away in, in kind of a brief moment, maybe at any given time. And so more than likely, like 99% of the time, it's not going to be successful. But, but if we consider it like over, over time and just um, be more aware exactly like the steps and like what we're doing as we're doing it. So, so then, it, then it actually starts to just um, wear away of its own volition. Because then it's like kind of the game is is changing, and and the other aspect doesn't have that control anymore. So then it's almost like it, it gets to be even, and then all of a sudden, then you you become um, in the role of uh, having charge over your life again. But but typically we try to stop it the same way that we're starting it with the same compulsion. We try to we try to try to stop it with a compulsive act. Right. And that just begets, you know, one another. So the two kind of um, these inner, like, you know, monsters or whatever, just like, you know, to put it in like more cartoon monsters fighting each other. <laughs> and so then we just, so, so what happens? We just give into the thing, just, oh, shoot, I have to go to work in 20 minutes. So I'm just going to eat this anyway, you know? Right. And so we'll, we'll find any way we can to, to justify it. And it, it's not a, I mean, to me, like, it's, if we, I just don't look at those things as not a negative thing by any means. And so if we take that cloak off it and then it becomes um, super malleable where where actually both sides are, are agreeable to some middle ground. But, but, but both, you know, the part that wants it and the part that doesn't want it, yeah, they're totally, um, they know what, what is best too for our survival, just finding that sweet spot for, for, um, probably not a good metaphor for what we're talking about. So, <laughs> oh, wow. just an awful bunch of people. Now they're going to the freezer for ice cream bar. How <laughs> about that? <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that um, I don't know. I think letting go is a little bit overused, but I think it's it's just but um, more um, engaging with it in a more um, with a more the lightness of our heart, kind of just to play to yeah, just to see that and nurture it like almost um, uh, you would as a little child, and just and then so so the child and teaching it how to make decisions like you know is this what what would be good for for me for the rest of the day, or or for the you know next couple hours? Am I going to feel groggy? Am I going to feel energized? Am I going to feel this way or that way? And and just to make it like yeah, a little softer and a little more um, or a lot more just loving towards oneself. So we have, that way we have some, um, it just starts to create more and more room around that. So it doesn't. Uh, it's almost like it we allow it to like kind of sneak up on us and then we're. Um, and even though we might be thinking about it for a long time, but but at the time we we engage in it fully, so then then it's kind of then it has control over us. 
Right. Right. Although if we engage in it fully, as in we're fully participating in it, we probably wouldn't, like we probably would have technically more control or more ability to just enjoy or whatever it is that we choose to do. Because mostly we're just doing everything so unconsciously that. Right. 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 Yeah. And that. Yeah, by that, then that time we kind of almost like um, start waking up again, uh, you know, kind of in our minds start to be, become more aware again that we've already like eaten or um, overdid it, you know, drinking or whatever it could be. Yes. It's just, it's, um, it's really not the substance. It's just really, again, like it comes back to our own mind and right. just like, you know, taking, taking time, slowing down when we, when we come to that kind of bump in the road. You know, right. before we go over it, just to like, just to see it, and it's not to analyze it. It's just to, yeah, just to be aware of it, and um, yeah, what's happening really here right now in my life. You know why? You know I'd like to do the, these things the rest of the day. Do I, and do I want to feel sick? And do I want to have a stomach ache? Do I feel, whatever, take a nap, and instead of going out and walking or whatever, right. yeah, this, it creates a this a domino effect, right. obviously. Because everybody has addictions, and it, it you know, like yeah, absolutely, it, they they may have different names, and they have different feelings, and some of our addictions are to the feeling of guilt, or to the feeling of pain, or the feeling of suffering. I mean, we all have an addiction that we are unconscious, or we just aren't consciously moving into. Like it's it's that it's that fear or that, you know, that it, whatever it keeps us from, it distracts us from where we really want to be. Yeah, exactly. It just, um, yeah. From, it distracts us from our true like feelings and like, yeah, the, the things uh, it distracts us from our goals, from reaching whatever that could be for any of us. Yeah. All those things. It, it just keeps us, um, in our small shell that, that, like there's a pseudo safety to that, but at the same time, it's just you know it's, we we become smaller and smaller and smaller, and so what happens? And we then we then our addiction kicks in, you know, or or multi addictions kick in uh, more and more rapidly because they're taking over the house, so to speak. They're they're coming and invading us, our space or whatever, and then pretty soon we just start giving away because we just don't have the energy to like stand up to that anymore. Yeah. Right. And we just, we give up. Like we, we just, we, well, we, we don't stay in our bodies. We, we, we leave. <laughs> and then we're on, we're just living our life unconsciously again. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so for you, like, I want to get back to wishes and stuff, but for you, I mean, sure. wh- what is, how, I mean, when you want to go into the present moment, what do you do? Like, you pull your energy in. Like, what what is it? The actual thing mm. that you do. Yeah, the process of that. Yeah. So, so, so I would say, like, yeah. Um, for me, it's about um, eighty-five, fifteen. Like, eighty-five percent of the time, I'm present. And so, if yeah. like, if I know that I'm kind of like um, faded, just kind of you know, daydreaming, or, or when I'm aware of it, it's fine. It just, I'm, it's, it's quite fun. And then, um, so 
so the, so the process may be some bad news about something or something just you know, unusual today, right? And so, so what I do is just um, I I write it like a like a wave, like the the feelings come up, the stories come up around it. You know, someone can call and say, "This just happened to your brother," and and da 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 da. So then I might you know start getting anxious, and then I go to worst case scenario. And so as soon as like something like that, it triggers me like, okay, just slow down, and then. Then I'll stay with um, the feeling and and all the projections, internal projections that I'm having, and all that, and and just be with them. So I'll just um, I'll just check out for a minute. Say like I need to take a little break here for five minutes to myself. And so I start breathing into into that feeling and just being a hundred percent with it. So then, what what's so um, simple about it? The feeling in in itself, it, it just starts to become more pliable, and then it starts to like, um, yeah, this starts to shrink, and then then I can feel my like I can feel my body much more, and then and then I can um, bring back in the issue, and and it looks like that uh, it looks like a television screen in a way. That's a good metaphor, like that. But the, there was all fuzzy and just kind of like, ah, what's going on? You know, kind of. Uh, to to a very simple picture of like okay, here's what you know I got a call. Here's what's going on. Um, yeah, what what can I do? They asked me to help, and you know, is there anything that I can do realistically or not? And so, just just in that kind of dialogue myself, I can feel my body just just drops, and then then I feel just like okay, I'm, you know, there's something in in my life right now that that um happening and and then i can react from a place or or respond is a better word not react is uh yeah because it's more of a a response to the stimulus that i just got and so from that point on i'm I'm, it's done like the the anxiety or the uh it's like spontaneous anxiety that comes up for every single person that's it's just a it's kind of like a warning signal then then we can take it and run with it like and make a catastrophe out of it, or we can just stay with it and, and just feel it. But but our feelings is, is a, a language that we're not very versed in, and so mm-hmm. so we always just go to the worst case scenario, like oh my god, this is going to happen, and then I could call ten friends and you know to get everybody stirred up, and and I'm doing that unconsciously, you know, or if I if I did do that, <laughs> it would be unconscious because I'm afraid to feel my own experience. And so, so I want to toss it off on as many people as possible under the guise of me being uh, this this nice guy that's going to try to help all these people that just got accidents or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. We really now, for most of us, and I would like to say that I can be aware fifteen percent of the time and unconscious eighty five percent of the time, but I'm not even sure it's that high. But okay, let's pretend it yeah, is. Yeah, so, so that so. You know, so it's it's you know it's interesting. So the um, the more uh, say you err on the side of like uh, say you're unconscious ninety percent of the time, yeah, right. So then there's just it, you already start to put an element of play in there because you actually you know we we probably don't know right to the you know so so for me like I might just err on the on the high side in any given situation you know and <laughs> and so then then it's really it's kind of again there's, there's been a, uh, already a making space right there right 
and and so I can have you know to really to really kind of um, honor that and and really consider like um, okay really I'm here about sixty percent you know and um, yeah is this what, I mean maybe I just want to be about sixty percent you know available to myself <laughs> and so so just so just to play around that and be honest about it so it it would it would still be more of a benefit to you and and uh, way above the curve, so to speak, right. than the, than the people around you. Right. And so so then you find out, oh wow, that 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 leap was like, yeah, it was pretty much nothing. It was just you know kind of giving myself the room, and it kind of went to that point. If I want to expand that a little bit, I'll I'll choose when I want to do it and and how I want to do that. And so all of a sudden it's like it becomes really, really flexible, and there's no, yeah, the the part about um, uh, getting on ourselves or getting mad at ourselves that just fades away, because we're we're already we're in the game of our life. Then, you know, we're playing. We're it's not about being asleep or awake. It's just like we're awake and we're, we're trying to like you know expand that, or if we want to, or 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 stay in a place that feels comfortable for us. Well, knowing that that doesn't feel comfortable, <laughs> but that's the thing that we explore, right? That's the thing that yeah, yeah, is whenever we feel like it's. It was amazing, even while reading the book, and I, I don't realize it, but it, like he kept consciously saying, "Feel into your body, relax your jaw, mm-hmm. your shoulders, and your solar plexus," and it was amazing how often <laughs> my jaw was tensed. I, I'm not. I was not aware of how often I was tensing up my jaw. And if my jaw is tense, then my shoulders automatically are tense. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So, so, and so and yeah, and it's so, um, it's so natural for, uh, like, uh, the clients I see in person when they come in, I would say, like, mm, yeah, 90% at least. So uh, it's funny that you said that. So the first thing I do is with, um, they start to sit down. I said, can you stand up for just a few more minutes? And then, and I touch their stomach just right below, kind of in their sternum right below that. Right. And then, and it's just like, feels like a piece of cement. And <laughs> so then I, then, then I'll, you know, just maybe feel around the face or neck or something like that. And same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, do you, is it, do you feel um, like normal right now? They said, oh yeah, I, I don't feel too bad. And so already the set, the set point that most people are at, or in that state of tension, you know, throughout their whole body. And so, so then if any, another, maybe we might take it in as a negative, negative like stimulus. And so that even like, it makes us like a rock almost. And so we can't, there's no way that we can look at anything objectively at all. And so what we're going to do is just keep feeding it more fear or doubt of ourselves, et cetera. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. I took a dress class, but it was interesting. She was a blind woman, so it was a really cool class um, a long time ago. And I remember, like, men have this issue. And when you said that about you know coming into your office or whatever, and I mean, men think you know they're supposed to have these you know washboard stomachs, and so learning right, how to right, do right. abdominal <laughs> breathing—it's like no, 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 I don't want to do abdominal breathing because that you know that's no. going to make me soft, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my stomach goes way out when I breathe, and it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> like it's not coming back again. 
<laughs> no, that's what yeah, keep going on that because that's a, it's a really good point. Well, it's yeah. just, I mean, it's amazing how our thoughts and the story that we create around it, like that that would somehow be, you know, more um, beneficial to us to have the washboard stomach than to actually breathe properly and, you know, just, you know, be able to move into that state that we want to go into. Because if we're just doing clavicle breathing all the time, or just, you know, because (laughs) when we're really stressed, that's where it goes to. I mean, most people do chest breathing, but you know, when we're really stressed, it goes all the way up. And if that's all we're doing, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, everything gets tensed. Everything is like, it's, uh, I mean, that's the whole, it was the whole point of the class was to teach people, you know, where we're holding our stress and to help us relax it. And I learned that like early in my early twenties because of a couple car accidents. So I had, <laughs> I had this, um, yeah, yeah. So it was like good. Therapy I mean, it was, with that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it, it's just interesting because it's, you know, it's the very thing that sort of stops people from having heart attacks. And I mean, all the different things that can happen when we just stress breathe, it's, um, it's intense. So, okay. So we, I get that. Like there's this aspect of us that is tense that we're not even aware of being tense because it's so part of our normal, our normal everyday experience. Like that's what we think. We don't realize it because it's, it's just there. Like I didn't realize until I relaxed my jaw and then said, oh, crap, then my shoulders relaxed. Like, wow, like I keep thinking that I'm relaxed and going with the flow and I've got all this tension built up that I'm not even I'm not even sort of conscious about until now. Now I'm consciously right. going to remember right. to ask myself. But, you know, it's just, you know, I've been doing this work for so long and I didn't even realize that I had areas that I was, you know, holding. And then as soon as, like I said, like as soon as I realized that my jaw was something, then I could f- physically feel my shoulders relax as soon as I would release my jaw. So it's it's interesting how we just don't even realize that we're doing certain things that hurt us. So getting back to our needs and our wants, really our needs and our wants, I mean... Most of our needs and our wants, they're not, they're not coming from a divine wisdom. They're not coming from our hearts or our souls. They're just coming from, coming from this, this mental uh, story that we're, that we feel we need to create. Like it's not, none of them really are necessary because they're trying to, you're trying to fill some void with something I mean, I would think that, you know, perfect health, whatever perfect health means, would probably be a wish. But all the little things that you think are blocking you from it are not. Right. Yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's such an excellent point. And such a poignant um, uh, target, so to speak, to, to, to start with. <laughs> you know, in that when, when we're when we're in any situation, you know, where I was like, where does our um, where does our energy go? Does it go, yeah, in our legs? Does it go on our shoulder? Does it really kind of tense up there? You know, and and again, like I feel like most people's shoulders are like up all the time, <laughs> and, yes. and 
and just to think how much energy that takes like it's it's huge and that's why people are um instead of just you know mildly like they start to wind down at the end of the day or get a little sleepy yeah they just almost like go from like 100 to like zero and then people a lot of people um just say tell me they just they just pass out pretty much um and they're not you know they it's almost like they uh form their bodies in a way or they walk into bed and so it doesn't look that way but really when they get to the bottom they just literally pass out because they can't uh, uphold this idea of them and so um that's what takes all the energy like this um yeah this idea that someone has of themselves and not to let down you know i can't let down this image of me because then what you know people are going to see me then and then what are they going to see so that's so it's a good way of like um playing with that again it's a good tool just to to really see what are we what are we holding this shield kind of in front of us or around us um what what would ultimately happen if, if we just dropped it you know and and the fear you know of people seeing us and and who are these people that are going to see us and and do we even know them or do we care about them or do they care about us so the, so so that's another reason is like you know well, gosh you know I have like you know 20 friends and what if you know I I really just kind of let everything down all the guards down would they still like me you know and yeah I'd want to find out you know right then personally yeah so, and because again that's so freeing and and yeah it just allows us to start becoming and uh just let us be this the the essence that we came here to be and just the person we came here to be and explore and and yeah enjoy that it's not it's not a punitive thing we just make it that way yeah for sure because we're afraid we're afraid that somebody might not like us like it i mean we're so conditioned to think that that's the case but i mean what could seriously what could you do to a friend that they wouldn't i mean <laughs> yeah what what could you do yeah, to yourself because... that a friend wouldn't you know wouldn't support i mean it's kind of a funny it's kind of a funny thought that that but yet that's how we're kind of driven right yeah because only because we're not fluent in the language of coming out at different time and that could be that is a continuous process and so so once we become versed in that it's really it's really not only liberating but then we um what happens is people start um becoming like you Does that mean, it's it's right. it's the opposite of what we imagine because like they people can yeah they can see they can see freedom and they can smell it you know and they can like, touch it because it's like it, it, it because it's their natural state is is all of our natural state when so then when they see somebody embody it's like oh my god i want you know like you know what do you do how do you get away with that or whatever all this stuff all these questions come and so it's it's really the opposite of that it's not doing anything just paying attention i'm just paying attention in the world you know to myself to you know whatever interaction and and most of it's really like fun and funny I would say like 80 85% of my life is super like funny and fun. You know. <laughs> you know, and then maybe I have to write the bills one day and then it's not that fun. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no part of that I mean, where you can actually like some people say, "Oh, you know, it's your it's your it's your um you know, you've got to start 
you know, experiencing everything as, as fun and, you know, just change the way you perceive it. And, you know, when you, when you look at your bank account, you just get excited as not many people can say paying bills makes them excited. Having the money in the account yeah, to pay them. That not make, the truth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause then you can, then, and that's what perpetuates kind of that idea of like, well, shoot, you know, that doesn't look that much fun. This, this woman over here says she's free and she's kind of, present with um everything she does or bill whatever and then it's like huh you know we kind of scratch our heads like that is something seems a little odd there do you know so then there's a confusion on too like what is that what does that actually mean to just to be free to be to be here you know all the time and and then and if we're and so we check out a little bit so we know so we check out and there's not that's just natural and then we then we come back, and so so the fascinating thing is that we're aware that we checked out. You know, most people aren't you know aren't aware that they're they're checked out most of the time. You know, right. and so yeah, so just to be aware of that, that's just it's just a natural rhythm of of our true nature. It's like you know we're you know part of us is interested in something over to the right, and part of us is interested in, in the conversation at um, you know any given time. And so just allowing the fullness of all of that um, and, and, and then the awareness comes in behind that because we're not uh, ridiculing ourselves, you know, uh, for doing that, so to speak, you know, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have been paying attention more to, to John over here talking about X, you know? And so, so then, so all of a sudden we take ourselves out of the moment while other people are talking. So it just kind of starts, you know, it has its own mind again. Right. So really the answer to everything is awareness, is to just check where you are at this moment, each moment that you feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and then pretty soon we'll just, I mean, it will, we'll know because we'll just be like, we'll be tuned into that, almost like a tuned in, uh, like a tuning a guitar or something where you, that all, you know, the, everything, you know, you can feel it and you can, Feel the vibration of that like okay everything's things smooth right now feels nice and then if there's something that feels a little kind of um off key so to speak and then then uh, you know so i'll pay attention to that you know let's put my attention there what what's happening over there then i can just draw yeah draw my energy back into myself instead of chasing you know an idea or trying to figure something out it's not it's not that interesting to me and so so I know I'm more interested in what's happening internally and that way I can be a better like person, you know, or it's not really a better person, but I would just say like, um, just be myself. And that way, like I what I notice is then, um, the connections I have are really nice and they're really, um, there's a nice flow to them and yeah, it's very genuine. And then that starts bringing the best out of, uh, the people that you hang around as well, because then they know, you're not judging now. And so, you know, and, and if you are, then you're going to say it, you know? And I say that a lot of times people are like, yeah, it's, it's someone will say, it feels like you're judging me right now. I said, oh, I am totally, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, so then, and and people, and, the, and this guy the other day, who I've known for quite some time, he said, how, how come you can get away with that? And, and, and we can't. And then every in the crowd, people say, "What do you mean? Don't speak for us." I do that all the time. And then then, then everyone started laughing because he, we knew he was lying. So it's really so. Again, it's just that that fun and play, 
plainness in that. Right. And then, then somebody did ask me again, he said, what, what happens, you know, not like, how do you do it? Like you're better than, you know, it's like, just what do you do? I said, well, it's just funny because we're, I laugh the same way you guys do, or, or I'm doing the same thing. I'm just paying attention to that, you know, right. and not thinking it's bad or good. It's just happening. You know, we're not, we're not a bunch of bad bandits or anything. We're just hanging out here. There's eight of us and we're, and we're having fun and we're talking to each other, you know, and, you know, a lot of times I'm judging you and I'm thinking, what a dummy, you know, <laughs> and, then they, and he goes, when do you, when were we thinking that? I said, See, look at how you chase, like you believe me, like you believe me. So you want to, you want to get a, you know, have an argument now. <laughs> you know, to find that spot. <laughs> so it just kind of then it blew all, you know, everybody just started laughing. And then, yeah, it just like for in that particular time in that day. So the rest of the day was totally like laughter, fun. And, and, and everyone learned um, so much about <clears throat> each other. We know each other for a long time about each other that they never learned over, say, the last 15 years or so. And, there, and at the end, you know, like people calling each other, um, they, they had told me later that, uh, yeah, calling each other and saying like, wow, this is, that was really fun. Let's get together and more, whatever. But it's just, it's nice just to um, let on to others, you know, that we're just human too. Right. Of course. And have that space. So. That's a, it's so, it's so key. What would you say blocks most of us from our wishes and our dreams part of me thinks that it's our needs and our wants that override you know the higher or i mean i mean i'm not somebody who cares about having you know a nice car i actually enjoy you know the car sharing program that i'm part of i don't care about you know a lot of things that people get all like, oh, I have to, I absolutely, you know, need this. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Right. Like I, some of my, some of those needs and wants, I I don't really get them. And I don't know that they're, they're wishes either. I wouldn't say that there's something that, you know, my part of making a difference and creating great interviews and doing the things that I really love to do. Those are kind of my, you know, my wishes I don't know, you know, the things that block me, I would say, are the little things that really, in the grand scheme of things, don't really matter. Right. Like, forgiveness, that's probably a big thing. I think when we did our, you know, our show on forgiveness, that definitely allowed me to see some areas that I was, you know, taking, seeing the wrong way. Um, So that was a good one. But on the most cases, I don't know. I think mostly the little, it's just the little things that kind of block me. Yeah. It, yeah. So the, I think that those are the, <clears throat> it's the places where typically we're not giving ourselves space. And so, mm. so we like, uh, we could minimize them to say they're the, they're the little things. Right? right. And so they're probably a little bit bigger than that then. <laughs> <laughs> well, be, you know we I mean? give them a lot of attention, we right? Exactly, yeah. But it they're yeah. not big things. Like, they're not even the things that I necessarily, you know, see. Yeah, but I get you, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, because then they, and, I, and when I say that, like, they become big things. And to me, like, 
when I say that to myself, it's just like more, it's just taking more of my time yeah. than I, than I want it to. Yeah. yeah. So then it's, you know, and it could be just something really benign, but it's still something, whatever it is that, that if I put my attention on that and I don't, and I want to be over here. So then, so then I'll just, I'll just stick with it right to the core. So what is this? And kind of, yeah, just check it out. Like it's not, I think it's in a kind of a neutral way of looking at it. And I could be harsh on myself and think, like, wow, come on, I got to, you know, want to do this other stuff. And then, so I just pull myself back and I laugh at myself for being rushed because, you know, this thing that could like really just take a lot of weight off of my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to like just keep that on because of that out of habit. And and so then, yeah, when I just slow down, it just it just dissipates. It's, it's um, in my yeah. And check my desire: is it do I really want this to like shift or not? And it, and if it's for not right now, it's not ready. Then it's like oh, that's okay, good. That's it's, it. There's a relief inside of me, right? It's like I I'm just trusting something higher than me that that um, give me the signal like yeah, that might uh, still um, serve you on some level and tell you. Until you see it crystal clear, and then it'll probably still be there. And, so, so that again, okay. it's like more playful. It's like right. there's more of a, um, a it's, it becomes more of a supportive thing than it does a, a nagging thing. And would motivation be also an area that we need to be clearer about because it's our motivation that? Right, right. Could... That's excellent. Yeah, that's a. It's a very potent. Um, part of that and so like yeah what is you know people often will say like you know I want to do this you know like you it's like why you know <laughs> like it's you know it takes a lot of time there's it's a lot of dedication a lot of this and that and I said I don't know you know for what, why would you want it? it's like well it seems like you have a lot of power and it seems like you have this and that and that I said what does that even mean to you you know I said you don't even know anything about my life you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, so it's just these ideas that make it crazy, like uh, projecting onto everyone else about, you know, how it is, who's doing this and so on and so forth, where that energy can be so, well, just, you know, am I happy? You know, do I feel like I'm I'm doing the things that I want to in my world, et cetera? So, I mean, it, it just comes down to that. And if we really check that out, and if there's, if there's something getting in the way or or the relationships I'm in that kind of don't really line up or, or whatever that is, then then I will I'll just I'll go and address that, you know, right away. Right. I think it's I think just knowing that in your heart, but if something comes up you'll address it no matter how uncomfortable it feels or, or whatever. And um so so again in and that there's um there's a freedom that that most people don't um, give themselves. Yeah, just to be free to be themselves and address those things with, especially with other people. Yeah, uh, people have the roughest time that way. But that's where we get, like I said, the big, biggest gain as well, and the biggest, and creates more and more space uh, instantaneously. Hmm. Okay. So what other what other things are block people? Like, what about this forgiveness of self bit? Is there is there something in that? Like, is there? Yeah, yeah. I think you know that. So, so maybe someone gets uh, mad at you for something, and and it, and it sounds really, um, so it's really justified, etc. And so, um, 
again, it's, it's being just being truthful. I should also looking in to check that out. Um, and yeah, some whatever that is, and then if that sounds right and it kind of resonates internally, then I'll say, yeah, I apologize. Like I, I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. And yeah, I realized I did. So, um, you know, thanks for pointing that out. I, I, I would love more feedback if that happens or anything like that happens, or just, you know, if you have something on your mind and you think that this was awesome or this was the worst or whatever, yeah, let me know. Well, and I'll do the same with you. And so there's something in this, that, you know, that, that openness, I think, is really uh, openness and that playfulness. I keep going back. That is, is so critical, you know. And the seriousness is really it deadens our spirit. It deadens our our ability, oftentimes, just then to confront whatever is in front of us. And usually, again, like it's just a ghost. Like when we see, you know, ask someone or or look at eye to eye, it can't stand. Um, it can't stand being scrutinized by the light of you, you know, when you let your, just let yourself go completely into that. And, and typically it would just um, totally diminish for one, just start to, and then, and then probably just like vanish when, when you're, so your, when your intent is to really like, okay, I'm going to look at this. What, what, what is at the bottom of this? And so usually the, there's this stories running around there. And so um, I think a show I did on the, uh, one time, it was called uh, Dropping the Idea of You. It was the title of it. And, and I've never got so much like feedback from anything because <laughs> <laughs> we went into that. And so so how, yeah, I think when the whatever host would say, does anybody have that, um, what do you say? Does anybody have that disease? <laughs> that, that, this idea of you and so all the lights went on it and it was funny so and it, it, it's, it's like we said how many people would like to drop that and then it was, a, it was like 99 percent nice. <laughs> and so yes yeah, it was so illuminating so the same thing um it, it is it's really kind of this idea that we have of us that perpetuates the stories of upholding the idea of us and, and when we actually really don't know, it's kind of more of the idea that we think we should be. Right. 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 And so that, that therein lies the kind of the contrasting, you know, and the conflict, because your heart is telling you one thing in a, in a very like, you know, just a, a flow way where it's like flowing with the world around you and you internally. And then and we see all the stimulus outside of us and people doing this and that. And so we imagine they're happy. And so it's like, well, I kind of want that and that and that, but we already have it. And so we're just, and if we just look in, in, inside all the way and, and we're truthful about it. Yeah. We, you know, we, we have all those things that we imagine, you know, are outside in someone else. Right. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, we're getting close to the end. I can't believe we've almost done an hour. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. Right? Yeah, <laughs> is there an exercise we could do to sort of ground this in or to, you know, let go of this idea of us that we kind of hold on to that kind of is the thing that sort of keeps us stuck in this story? Yeah. So I'd say like that, um, 
because of the, the things that we tell ourselves and the, thing, the things that we, um, yeah, that we kind of speak in the way we speak to ourselves every single day. So most of that, probably 90% of that is non-truth. And so, so um, a way we could ground that is the, you know, I would dedicate myself to following that all the way down to my, you know, into my heart area. And like, if I say I get this pissed off, or I'm really angry or, um, yeah, just normal things that everyone has. And, and so, so just let ourselves have that. And then, and then, and then just go down and just check this, you know, feel that out. Maybe I'm responding to someone outside of me with a friend and they said something left. And so then I take that on. So, so, Typically, we'll go to the defense mode and we'll, we'll be an attorney. You know, our attorney will come out inside of us and, and write up and think, why I'm not that way. Okay, so the next time I talk to him, here's my case. Instead of going in to see if there's any truth to that. And, and so I might just go in and check that out. Is there truth? And, and so sometimes there is and sometimes there's not. And if there is, I'll call the person and say, thanks for pointing that out. It really helped me. And, and there's something magical about that that, Pretty soon, the input you get and the reflection from people around you is is um, true, and and it's more, but it's more the way it's delivered to you is very soft and it's mutual. Then it becomes a mutual kind of connection and of sharing because people would typically want to you know ask you then like do you, what do you see in me? I'm trying to like I'm I'm just trying to like better myself or expand a little bit in the way I look at the world, etc. I think it's that that is such a is like the key thing and and the simplest thing that we can do every and we can practice it every day is really fun and we just become more and more fluent at at that and it becomes more and more fun and and, and like challenging in the, in the healthiest way possible. Hmm. Okay. Um, with regards to our wishes and our dreams, is there anything you can? suggest that we maybe even ask ourselves for clarity as to what you know really is yeah right right yeah so so um so say um i was doing this today i thought like oh i want to go here you know and and um you know i was talking to uh some friends and and then after i said it and i then i heard them get all excited about it and then i just thought i didn't really want to go there now you know, <laughs> and so, but so, so then the key part was, you know, all of a sudden I got these other six, got it, you know, so then I had to call all them back and say like, hey, you know, I, after I heard you guys respond and I felt like I've already been there now, and then I don't want to get to pay a couple thousand dollars to go there. <laughs> and so they said, and like every person that I called, they started laughing. <laughs> and so, and they said, how do you learn that? I said, what? They said, how do you learn to just call someone back after you get them all jacked up and fun in their mind and all this and that? And say, like, now you don't want to go and it was your idea. <laughs> so we're all looking around for money, how we're going to do it. And so, but it was all in laughter. And so I think it's just letting ourselves have, have whatever dreams we want to and share them. And then if they change, they change. But, but that's what helps, helps us really get clear by voicing them. It's like then, then we let it float out there. And tell people, then 
then it, then it might shift or just it keeps getting more and more refined sort of me like my heart like i really want to learn how to do that i really want to like connect with this person and it and, it, and it's more it's just more authentic and more fun and clear and so then so it just it begets more of that clarity of being there with yourself and then and then articulate articulating that out in the world and so yeah pretty soon it just becomes our 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 native language then All right. Well, is there anything else you would like to say? I think we're we're pretty much we're pretty much at the uh, finale. Is there any like meditation you'd like to do with us to sort of? Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait. So, um, I'll do. How much time do? Maybe like five minutes or so. Perfect. Or, is that good? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So this will be all uh, ground like um, what we've talked about, and then. And then open our hearts a little more to, to so we can um, create a better dialogue um, with our with our heart center and to and uh, and an opening so so and let that be our guide so we can so we can create this um, uh, very strong and amazing relationship with our own heart. So I'll I'll make the connection to the brain, and then to the heart, and then ground that in deeply. Perfect. Okay, so if we can just take deep breaths and just allow ourselves to um, sink in, relax our shoulders, and let our stomach out. Just release the tension and and the tense tenseness in our stomach, in our chest, and our heart area. Just relaxing our whole body, letting go. And just begin to breathe into your heart. yourself to just to drop even more just to let go any parts in your body that feel tense or holding on give yourself permission to let go just breathe nice and easy Silently say to yourself, I am this love that I seek.
when you're meditating like this, just, it's just being quiet and you start to kind of go off track either way. Just use that phrase anytime during the day. I am this love that I seek. Allow that to be a trigger to let your body release any tension. Just grounding this into your mind, into your body. Connecting you now deeper with your spirit. And grounding that all into the earth. Okay, that's perfect. And thank you very much for connecting with me. And yeah, have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And as always, mm-hmm. um, yes, amazing. Definitely check out our support group. It's uh, it's a great group to get information like this and to get the experience to allow you to. Um, just settle into the freedom that we're all looking for. So thank you, Eric, as always. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next news from the heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the heart is brought to you by intuitive soul and is produced by major radio for clear channels, iHeartRadio, and bmajor.org.